You know, the 12 and 12 of Alcoholics Anonymous calls the work of writing a fourth step tangible proof that you want to get well. Journaling can be the same thing. Hi, this is Beth Stewart in the Koinonia Kitchen with Lee Kimball. Good morning, Lee. And a fine good morning to you as well, Beth. Let's start talking about the benefits of journaling. You know, when you're writing things down, it changes things. Just like when you wrote a fourth step. It made it clear that you wanted something to change in your personality. I think that's kind of similar with journaling. Well, it's kind of, it's, it's almost, and it feels hokey to say, but it's almost like there's a magic about putting pen to paper. I agree. There's, there's just something about it. I think that book that they have in, uh, in the 12-step community, that, uh, the big blue book, the big book, I think they call yes. it the Alcoholics Anonymous book, they call it tangible proof. I think that's excellent language for what happens. It's like, I wrote it down. I want it to, to be different. Yeah. Yep. It's, there's something physical in the world showing you that I want to change. Well, journaling, you know, our minds get so busy with thoughts, with fears, with ideas, with regrets, that sometimes letting it all out on a piece of paper I remember when you started journaling. Tell, tell about that, because that was a great story for somebody who doesn't want to do it. Well, I'm not quite sure what you're referring to, but what I was just thinking about was when I first started journaling, I, my first thought was, I can't do it. I don't know what to do. And so what I did was I sat down and I wrote, I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's I, what I mean. You know, I want to journal, but I don't know what to write. And, and I'm writing this. And as I'm writing it, all of a sudden the pen just started going. Just started going. And it, maybe I should talk about this. Yeah, or, yeah and, and it, you and you just start to let it out. Yeah, it's a different kind of letting it out too than in a conversation with someone else. This is kind of you dumping the garbage that's in your head, or showing off the treasures that are up there. Sometimes you want to get it out because it's beautiful. Sometimes you want to get it out because it's unnecessary. How do you think it helps people with worry? People that are worry warts, as they say, or somebody that really their whole meditative life, if they meditate, it's a worry. It's not a powerful uh, thought to change their, their focus, but instead it's a powerful thought to make them afraid. When in the process of putting it on paper and then looking at it, even though it's you and it's your thoughts, it's like getting it from a different perspective. It's, it, it's like a second opinion from yourself. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've been writing a journal call. I call it Spiritual Heat. It's on the Beth Wee website. If you want to look up how to do it, you don't have to take notes, if, especially if you're driving while you're listening to this podcast. Please don't take notes while you're driving. <laughs> but the H-E-A-T stands for something. And it's, it's a way that I daily take an inventory and self-examine and also connect with a higher power. So it's a beautiful way to get it all in at once. And the H stands for honor. I honor the higher power. I say something that just makes me think of my higher power and how grateful I am to have that relationship in my life. The, the 
one I use a lot are the words of lyrics that I enjoy, like how sweet it is to be loved by you. I'll write those lyrics by James Taylor down sometimes in that first part or something else that makes me just, you know, almost, it's almost like praise. It's almost like, wow, this is a really beautiful thing that I get this relationship. Or acknowledgement. Yeah. And then I moved to E, the examine. How did I do yesterday? Because I do mine in the morning. How did I do yesterday? Where were my wins and my losses? What do I don't want to ever repeat again? What did I handle pretty well? What was different? When did I hold my tongue when I wanted to say something? Uh, <laughs> when <you know>? didn't I? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Those kind of things. And then the A is ask. I have a list of people in the back of my journal. And when you, when I say to you, I'm going to pray for you about that, I just write your name back there. I, I don't think the higher power needs me to say, you know, with the torn ligament that he has and the physical therapy is very difficult. I don't have to write all that. I just have to just write the person's name and, and God knows what they need. But I ask for those things and then I ask for other things. I ask for, maybe I just said that I, I spouted off at someone, you know, and I might say, God, give me the willingness to make amends. Give me the willingness to, to forgive, whatever it is. Whatever I need, I ask for. So you're not asking to hit the lottery? No. I, I, I never buy the ticket, so I don't think that's going to happen for It would be me. a lot to expect. Yeah, it would be a lot. I would be like, you know, finding a lottery ticket on the ground and saying, oh, it's the winner. But, you know, when you say ask, it just reminds me many, many, many years ago, I was in a work workshop with you and one of, and my, I had brought my mom with me, mm -hmm. but one of the tasks that we were given was to ask for, you know, if we, if we did hit like a $2,000 lottery or something, what would we do with it? Right. And the people went around the room and everybody was talking about what they would ask for. And every single thing I asked for was for somebody else. Isn't that wonderful? It, it was wonderful. But at the same time, a lesson I learned was it's okay to ask for me too. Yeah. You know, and I think at the time you would mention the saying, you have not because you ask not. Right. And you know, you have to, um, you have to, like, I know it's the oldest thing, then you guys are sick of hearing it, but I'm going to say it anyway. The flight attendant says, put your own oxygen mask on before yeah. you help someone else. And, and that's really what it is. Get your relationship with the higher power straight before you try to help anybody else in the world. Because asking is a powerful part of being humble. Yeah. Asking for what you need. So many people that are are pompous or pumped up or so tragically broken, it's because they cannot ask for help. And when that is just part and parcel of a broken instinct, don't get me started on the instincts, but we were created to need each other, to need the higher power, to need ourselves, to be straight with ourselves. So so asking is a big part of that. And then the T in heat stands for thanking. And this part is cool. Because gratitude is an important part of living. If you don't become grateful for what you already have, you won't realize the power of what is coming into your life all the time. You know, this is a silly one, but you know I do this gratitude list every day, and I write five things, and I try. You know, I remember the day I wrote sea salt on my gratitude list. <laughs> now, how many people are grateful for sea, sea salt? Probably a lot of you listening enjoy sea salt on a 
on a flatbread that a restaurant serves you or on some, you know, but I can buy sea salt at the grocery store and use it in my own cooking. Well, the one thing you didn't mention is that in these five things each day, you never repeat them. No, I try to look for five new things every five day. Five new things every day. You know, yesterday my five-year-old grandson caught a lizard. He was delighted. Ah. <laughs> so was the lizard because I made him let it catch and release. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, the lizard could not walk for a while after he was released because he was so afraid because Ralph held him for a good long time. Oh but, my goodness. But I made my gratitude list. I was so grateful that he he had his little moment of prowess and, and, and uh, achievement. Yeah. You know, he was very proud of himself. Yeah. We FaceTimed his mom so she could see him holding the lizard. And, and, and I'm sitting here grateful that he learned the value of letting it go. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so if you want to start journaling, I'm going to give you three questions to, to write each day. Like, Lee, if you don't know what to write, start writing. That's one way. Here's another one. Ask yourself these three questions. What did I do today for God, for others, and for myself? Yeah. Three questions. Bing, bang, boom. How about this one? Don't like that one? Too, too uh, uh I don't know, too spiritual for you? How about this one? What did I do today for my body, my soul, and my spirit? Just break your three three natures down and talk about what it is. Remember, soul is your mind, your emotions, and your and your will, whatever you choose to do, you're taking action. So body, soul, spirit, God, other self, two really easy ways to get a journal going. Don't you agree? Absolutely. I just thought of three myself. Please. What did I do that I'm pleased with? What did I do that I'm not happy with? And what could I have done differently? Beautiful. Three questions. Journaling, friends, we think it's an important part of personal growth and of growth to be part of a community. Believe it or not, that little bit of time you spend on yourself, emptying your mind, will help us all. It's an investment. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at Beth we.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.